let's talk about the game plan. Uh, and Eric says, hey, we had a blast, and he just got his pencil vibrator today. And you got to put in parentheses for concrete. <laughs> concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Does it fit in your pocket? For dry, <laughs> for dry concrete, dry concrete, because they're really made for wet just concrete. Clear, if they if they put disclaimers on cars nowadays, don't drink the battery uh, contents. Yeah. We need to put on the vibrator. Concrete use only, bro. Period. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it at that. So. <laughs> Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. What is up, everybody? Fence fam. Welcome to the realest and the baddest show on the planet. Hey, guys, just to make this official, the date is now Wednesday, September the 7th and the time. We're always a little bit late at 6.55 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Just a little late. That's right. Hey, look here, Dan. I got a new, I got a new intro here, so check this joker out. I'm rolling through it, boy. Got it wrote down and everything. So, hey, Dan, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life, and if you're living the fence life, you understand just how real that can be every day, every hour, every minute. It's another freaking curveball. Hey, guys, my name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company in Medina, Tennessee. We do all things fence with a stronghold in the residential market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial <laughs> fencing. And this is my co-host, my good old buddy, old pal, Dan Block. Dan is what we call the fence king. From Mandeville, Louisiana, also known as the Swamp Butt oh. Capital of the World. And he loves it when I say that. But Dan, seriously, he is the king of freaking wood fence. And if you haven't seen the Mandeville, uh, Mandeville Arched Gate, you ain't seen a freaking wood gate yet. But hey, look, guys, welcome to the show. This is our show. This show's about us. This is My Fence Life Live. And look here tonight, guys, we got round two edition of my homeboy, my partner, my ding, ride ding, die, ding. Alex freaking Harris of Fencing Unlimited. Alex, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, freaking Wednesday, baby. It's always a good day here. It's a great day. So look, uh, first of all, I got a question. Let's let's let's. Uh, this is a one to ten rating question for both of you. All right. How about that intro? Y'all like that or what? It's not bad, man. I like how you really uh, promoted your business, and then was like, Dan just does wood fences. So I meant to ask you about <laughs> which one to plug in there, and I forgot to ask. But then I was going, so it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> you like, man? Think, bro. I think it was. Uh, Man, I was I was actually thinking about it because I was like, man, I remember what this thing used to be like when it first started, and uh, man, y'all are killing it now. It's appreciate it's, it, brother. Uh, pretty pretty badass show. So hey, look, man, we got Alex here for round two because last week we just didn't do him justice. We got to having a good time, and I I went back and listened to that show more than once, and I was like, damn, we was having fun, man, and it was oh, a yeah. good time. We were cutting up. 
I don't feel like we've done your justice, man. So we're going to come back. We're going to come back for the meat and the potatoes of what's really going on in Foley. What's really going on in Birmingham. What's really going on at Fenton Unlimited. We want to know more from you because you have a whole lot to share. I talk to you on the regular, man. So I just know, like, dude, we didn't, we didn't even freaking scratch the surface. Hey, guys, I got some more sponsorships. I got to get through this. Got to check these boxes off. So let's bear with me here. Hey, we're coming live to you guys tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio. It's your one-stop shop for all things gate automation, access control, video surveillance, and hardware with 19 locations. You should just visit southwestautomated.com. They'll get it to your freaking doorstep so quick. You'll think Amazon had something to do with it. I got a delivery from those guys today, man. <laughs> I got hey, a, also a special shout out to our friends over at Expert Stain and Seal. They got 18 colors to choose from. Phenomenal, gorgeous colors and a three-year warranty. This is the employee-proof stain. You literally can't mess up. And if you do mess up, you wipe it down, act like it never happened. Thank you, Expert Stain and Seal. Yeah. That is good stuff. We use it as well. Fence King staining fences now too, man. I wanted to put a bucket on my head for the show. Yeah, we got we've got uh, some expert staining seal in stock. We do we use it on decks and fences. Sure do. How's that going for you, Alex? We like it, man. It's uh, I had a couple of people sort of are used to using water based products. You know, and they're like, oh, man, I don't want to run the, that through my gun. You know, it's just hard to clean and this and that. And um, I said, man, everybody I've talked to says it's not that big of a deal. I said, but I think you're going to like the product more than you're going to worry about cleaning your gun at the end. Right. And um, and it really did. They were like, ah, you know, uh, whatever. And I said, look, man, just do it. If it's a pain in the butt, I'll clean your gun for you. And um, and so they loved it. They're like, man, that stuff's great. Um, and I was like, where can you get it? I said, right here. <laughs> you know, you get it from me. Well, the, pro- the thing with it is, is this. Is it might take you a little bit longer to clean your gun, but there's no back brushing, self-leveling, easy cleanup. They said the amount Come of time on. they spent cleaning their gun, they saved, you know, so much more time and all that chasing runs or doing this and doing yep. that. It just wasn't so bad, you know. Yeah. They really liked it. Great I've never stuff. personally used it myself. I hate to say that. I've seen it been used. Um you know, I've put it on my products, my decks, my fences, and uh, and it looks fantastic. I can tell you that. If this is something that you'd be interested in seeing or anybody listening tonight would be interested in seeing, there is a Stain and Seal University coming up pretty soon in Springfield, Missouri. Dan, do you have dates on that or, or approximate dates? Uh, it's in November, that? man. I know I'm going. I, so, I've got, I got everything shut down on my computer, so I can't pull up my calendar. But And this is hosted by Joe Everest. The one and only. Aren't you glad he's doing it? <laughs> oh, boy. We came out. We came out shooting, man. Woo. That was awesome, bro. Oh, dad hey, jokes. Everywhere, man. That was badass. That was badass. That? <laughs> hey, talk about badass, bro. Check this out, man. I got an order. I got to order a badass hinges today. Look, look how much they adjust, bro. That's what every fence man needs is a is a horizontal adjustment on a gate. Yeah, bro. These things are so badass. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, hey, a couple of things, guys. Uh, we also have Rachel Cruzy in the comments for My Salesman. And My Salesman has been a longtime supporter of My Fence Life, and I appreciate yep. you guys. And we've been a longtime user 
of my salesman. Every single day, we're getting quotes and pre-qualified customers through my salesman, and then yep. we're saving time from from going to jobs. We're getting awarded jobs. Every all the good stuff. It's like. You take the cake and whatever part you like. If you like the the inside part, you get all the inside part with my salesman. <laughs> if you take a cake and you like the outside part, the, the the frosting part, you get all the frosting. If you use my salesman, it's a phenomenal product. And Rachel, we appreciate you, you and Matt's uh, supporting us all these all this time. And I'm uh, glad you're here tonight. I read Dan, on uh, here, bro. See this here. What is that? I got my Dan Wheeler uh, care package in today, man. What? Listen, I got to tell y'all a story about this. Dan, you got a bottle of bourbon from Dan, didn't you? I did get a bottle of bourbon, yes. All right, so I I got uh, – actually, I got it right beside me here. Look, I got two T-shirts. I got I got the River City Fence. I didn't, I didn't get a red one. Because you don't have it in your size, bro. Probably so, man. <laughs> Probably this fat ass. We don't have – the red ones are out. Probably because Dan's wearing it. Uh, fence Industry Podcast uh, shirt, the number one podcast in Fence – so they say. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then check this out. He sent me this. I don't. Can y'all see this? No, we can't I see it. Down. I need to take it down. Don't I? I think you should move your entire computer over to it. So look here. This. Does anybody know what this uh, is? This is that a court yeah. board of? Uh, this is the. This is a state, man. I got is that Mississippi or map. That's Mississippi. I had yeah, to pull, I, Mississippi, yeah. I thought it was Illinois. I looked at this thing. I said, damn, he done sent me a, a, a thing in his state. Cool, damn. You, you know why he yeah. sent you that, huh? Because <laughs> Mississippi so, is the uh, home of so, corporate office of Bucky's. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> no, it's hey, not. It's but like, it's, it's, Texas, it's, Texas, it's, it's funny, it's man. Texas. It's funny, right. though. So, look, I'm sitting here looking at this thing, and I'm like, damn, this looks like a state to me. Like, it looks like some rivers going down it, you know? And so, I, I, I'm i so not geographically sound, I had to pull it out on my phone, and I typed <laughs> in USA map, and it pulled up a, a difficult map. And I was like, no, we need a more elementary map, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, I started looking, I was like, damn, that's Mississippi. And I was like, Dan Wheeler thinks that I live in Mississippi. Like, yeah. this is... He he literally made this thing and sent to me like thinking I live in Miss like bro I'm in Tennessee so next thing I do is I go to the FedEx box and I'm looking and, and sure enough it says Medina Tennessee I'm like well damn like what's yeah. going on and then I found this note taped up with some blue painting tape yeah what was know? that all about I got one like that too man I'm like why did you tape this the note is- shut. Well this is real thoughtful bro he said bro you're crushing it you're so far ahead of the time keep it up. He said, you're pushing old school guys like Blanc to change and be better. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes on to say, look, this is this is for your vision board. When you look at it, I want you to think of your Mississippi location, the Mississippi location that you told me that you wanted to open one day. Boom. He said, you'll get it. I'm pumped to, to, to watch you get to that point, and I'll be at the open house when it does happen. Fence fam, Dan Wheeler Jr. So, like, that's thoughtful, bro. Like, I said that to him one morning just talking on the phone. I said, yeah, man. You know, I was listening to your vision board story, and I was like, hey, look, I've got my own vision board. This is mine. It's real small, you know. <laughs> but part of that vision board in, in, includes a, a location in Mississippi, a specific location in Mississippi that I, I don't – I don't, I'm not ready to that, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. talk about yet. But he remembered that conversation so well that – I think he made this, bro. Like, this is cool. I was like, I was like, damn, damn, we the things I live in Mississippi. Like, what up? I was like, I'm not gonna tell him. I ain't. We're just gonna, we're just gonna hang it up. And we're gonna roll with it, you know. 
Well, and man, then I read the note and I was like, damn, he's actually knows that I'm not from Mississippi, but he remembered me saying that. Ain't that cool? I thought that was really cool. Man, he kind of gave me a note real similar. He just kind of changed the words up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing these young school guys like Canada. Yeah, bottom, you're bro. pushing these yeah. young guys, man. Thanks. Like <laughs> like like Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't spell too well, so he had to copy the, the note that his mom wrote for him. I saw a uh I was <laughs> speaking of a vision board, I uh it was actually Chris Steele. I think he put on Facebook that I thought was very, very interesting. I liked it a lot. He uh, he uses his screen background yep. on his computer as a vision board and has pictures all over it, you know. And that way, I mean, God, we all we go we look at our computer and see that screen to type in your password or to whatever every time. And right. uh, I mean, like Canon, yours is to your left, and you probably look over there every time you answer the phone or something. Or never, which I never answer the phone. <laughs> so like, it's like. <laughs> Having it right there, I thought that was yeah. I mean, it always sort of punches it you is in the cool. face. It's like, hey, get your ass back on track. You know, <laughs> I use my uh, I use the screensaver on my phone, man. Whatever I got, that's what I use, and it's worked. It's worked. So, uh, what are you drinking, Alex? I'm drinking a Corona tonight. Okay, Nan. Um, I am drinking some. This stuff, must, this stuff must be old, man. It's Elijah Craig, uh, barrel proof, 133 proof. It's a little strong. But, uh, I've got a bush light. It was pretty I old, man. I almost, drank, almost grabbed a bush light cannon. I've got some <laughs> in the fridge. I almost grabbed some. Can we talk about something, though? And I don't know that we did this together, the three of us. But I talked to Dan. Dan talked to me. And Dan was like, you know, but just last last week, Alex, we did not do you justice. And we're going down the same path already. I can see it. But <laughs> we we all blamed it on the alcohol. And Dan was like, look, I'm not going to drink next week. I'm said, look, I'm not going to drink next week either. And then I talked I to Alex. Today and I said, I'm not going to drink bourbon tonight. <laughs> I'm going to drink a couple of beers. <laughs> I just heard we're not going to drink. But here we are. All of us drinking again. Welcome to the fence life. If this ain't some fence life stuff, I don't know what is. Well, I wasn't going to drink. I just started drinking when we we started late. I was like, I'm just going to start drinking. Let's go back to a couple of things y'all talked about that I thought was very interesting that I like as well. Okay. Uh, When we were talking about Rachel and y'all were talking about my salesman, I know that's you know, might be one of y'all's sponsors or this and that, but they really are awesome. And I feel like it does a great job um, helping with window customers and stuff like that. But we also use it now. Um, we finally, we haven't had a grand opening yet because the fire marshal was giving us a lot of crap on our building and we were operating out of it, but we weren't open for business and we really never knew because every time we came in, it was like, oh, we got to fix this and fix that. We got to add some electrical plugs. We got to, so it screwed our grand opening up. And, uh, but now we've got this 65 inch TV in the corner of the showroom and we've got a little stand right there and we've got an Apple TV because everything I've got is Apple and Everybody else hates it, but whatever. It's what I use. And uh, so we got an Apple TV and we got an iPad, you know, nice iPad. And so when people come in and they want to know about, well, about how much would this cost? We can just take it right over the corner and right, like it stays on a slideshow and then whoop, we can just change it right to the iPad, mirror it on over there and pull up their address, do their thing right there in the store. And uh, 
And man, I mean, and they know, you know, like, oh, I'm really interested in this, you know. I love that. And yeah, it's really good. So, well, just for the record, it's an awesome tool, not just for somebody to use at home, but for you to use at your business for people if you've got somewhere for them to come in and touch and feel fence and see. uh, Well, just for the record, man, when it comes to my salesman, Ken and I were talking about my salesman long before Matt was like, hey, I want to do something for y'all because you talk about it so much. So it wasn't one of those things like we talk about them because there are. Well, uh, see, I'm not getting anything and I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And we we just, we were getting anything out of that. We were just talking uh, about them, man. And Matt was like, Hey, I want to do something for you. You know? So, so, so Dan, Dan actually broke the, my salesman referral program because <laughs> he referred so many people that they i think they did they scrap the program or what like well so <clears throat> dan's never freaking paid for my sales because every no, time did. you refer somebody you get six months for free what? Well, it's, it's, like, no, no, it's something like that three or six like, months they quit grown? they quit the program I um what I started well, doing was live on podcast. No, no, I started okay, talking about it. In a, I started talking <laughs> about it in Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I started talking about it in Facebook, and I paid for like the first three months, and I never paid for it again because I kept recommending people. So when I first met Matt, like two years after having it, I met Matt up in Nebraska, and he looks at me and he goes. Uh, so you're the guy that's never paid us, huh? And I'm like, yep, that's me. So now he's got a, uh, he's got a um, thing. Whenever they do any type of promo, he's like, all right, how are we not going to get Dan owed? We got to make sure we don't get Dan owed in this. But Alex, you seen this comment down here, bro? I believe in it. So, so Mr. Fence of Florida has put a comment out here for Alex, a question, brother. It says, Alex, have you checked out the have you checked out Bluebeam yet? So I looked. Um, I looked over it yesterday. I, I was when I talked to him. I was sort of at the end. What is Bluebeam? What is Bluebeam? What do you need it for? Let's start there. So I'm looking into starting to do a little bit more commercial work. And one of the things that I hate the most, and I'm not, uh, I guess, experienced with or don't have the right tools to do is really have a big drawing and scale it out. And, you know what I mean? So here I find myself doing like really stupid stuff, you know, like printing out a drawing and I'm like into like four pages, taping them together, you know, sitting them on the pool table downstairs. Cause I don't have nowhere else to put it, you know, or in the floor. And I'm trying to figure out how many feet there is. It goes around this running track that I'm trying to bid on, you know, or how many feet of it, you know? And it's like, so <clears throat> that's sort of, then I find myself getting these bids sent to me and I go, man, I don't don't have time to fool with that. I don't have time to draw out a piece of paper and mark little notches on it, you know, off of the, off the graph at the bottom of how many feet is 10 feet. So I can figure out how many sections. Make your own own little scale. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I don't have time to do this. So, um, I heard about it and I, and I, and I heard that Josh used it, so I gave him a call, and he was telling me, you know, that's how you do your own takeoffs and everything on all this fence. And so um, it's something that I'm looking into doing so that I don't feel, I guess, just so overwhelmed with the retardedness of how I try to figure out how many fits is on. You know, so so the problem there. is real, though. Like, you it know, is. these I mean, these, you know, these, 
builders are using freaking uh, – I, I got one right here. These big old things, man. Like, who has a printer, first of all, that can print this? None of us have that, right? <laughs> and I've looked in the bottom, you know, and they're pretty expensive, and it's like there's got to be a better way with the technology we've got. That's how every good idea starts. I've got, you know, I got two massive monitors at the in, at the office, you know, that's curved around. I look like I'm in there like a, you know, a teenage gamer or something trying to do business. So it's Blue Beam. What did we decide? It was our – R E V W R E V U Review R E V U. So I just put it in the comments, guys. But Blue Beam Review, that's the software that Alex is talking about. It's some kind of program you put in your computer, um, I, I, I I assume. But what it does is is when these uh, these 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 contractors they send you these invitations and you have to open up these plans and of course the, you know the plans are huge they're made to be printed out of this kind of paper and you're looking at it on a monitor that's just not that big and you can't see the whole thing or you can you can zoom it down but you really have no way to measure out what you're looking at and so I saw Josh Glover use this before as well so he would pull up these these PDF or, or whatever you know if you will versions of these plans. And, you know, you find the fence a lot of times, you know, let's say it's a perimeter fence. It's going around the whole thing. When you find the fence, you click on some buttons or whatever, and you literally take your mouse and you drag along that perimeter line of fence. And everywhere that there's a little circle, you stop or turn, you stop, and it's measuring out those lengths. You tell it what the scale is. It does it, you know, whatever. But, like, instead of printing it out and and, and taping it to the freaking uh, pool table like you're doing or – Going downtown, yeah. asking those guys to print it off for you, and then bringing it back and unrolling it just to find out that damn, we don't even want this job. <laughs> you can literally do it all from your computer. You can you can get the plans like you already get them, blow them up on your screen, and start measuring it um, through that. Now, I don't use Blue Beam Review either, but I think it sounds. I mean, just the way I'm saying, I'm like, damn, why are we not doing this? You know. Um, but that's the software highlight of the night, guys, sponsored by Job Nimbus. Uh, thank you, Job Nimbus, for being the best contractor software there is. I don't have any breaking news, so we're going to have to use that tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> the breaking news. Benji, Benji sent us a breaking news, man. Damn, I'm slacking, bro. But, hey, Job Nimbus, man, try it out. If you if you want a CRM system that works and, and, and is organized and profitable and easy to use, you need to be using Job Nimbus. Hey, man, let me bring something up about Job Nimbus. I had a, a Zoom this afternoon, and uh, I have found something that is going to be big time. It's going to be huge for our guys that are out working in the field okay. and have Job Nimbus. Um, I got to get with Benji tomorrow because, you know, Benji and I. This suspense collaborate. is unreal. Just tell us. What is it? I can't tell you, man, because yeah. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I'm not sure how. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I'll give you. I'll give it's you a game changer idea, man. It's freaking huge. <laughs> if you've got guys in the field that are, that are having these problems, yeah, that's us. That's so, us. And if you have job in the business, yeah, that's us. That's us. Well, I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Paul Fitz King, and we'll make an appointment for you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> basically um, I've found uh, I'm hiring a virtual receptionist. And I'm going to do some things differently with my business. And uh, I was thinking too. <laughs> How virtual is it? We're, we're, good to, we're going to have casual Fridays. So <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, so I found a re- I found a virtual receptionist that integrates with Job Nimbus. Okay. 
which means you can have them taking your calls while you're out building fence. You know, you're a one man crew, you're running the crew, you got a business. They're answering your calls for you, and they're literally setting up the contact and job numbers for you. So then when you get back to the office or you stop for lunch, you have a column in your, uh, on, your, on your lead board of all the new leads that have called, and you have emails with all the notes and everything that you need. I kind of like that, though. Yeah. Is I it like, I mean, I've, I've had those people call me about, like, the call service. You know, they're like, we are your secretary. Like, and uh-huh. they answer the phone, and they do this, and they do that. It seemed to be a little pricey from what they were telling me, though. I was like, this is very, very I like, affordable. I get a lot of calls, and that's a lot of money that you're charging me to take some notes. <laughs> I can hire like two women for that. Well, the thing is, is this. I'm not using it full time. Yeah. But think about it. If you're a guy that's running a truck and it's you and two other guys, right? And you're on the truck, you're working. You're paying this person and you don't have payroll taxes. You don't have sick days. You don't have vacation days. You don't have, I don't want to come to work days you don't have anything yeah it's sort of like a it's like, it's like labor finders <laughs> yeah but so um we're going to use these guys for uh when we're closing on weekends so we can capture all those leads Perfect. and um we're also going to have it roll over if uh kirsten's on the phone my assistant someone calls it'll forward to them They'll get the call, and somebody's going to answer the phone every time it rings, no matter what, day or night. Nice. And I found out some really, really it's like, interesting it's like things. Alexander Shinara. Well, and, and I found out some really nice, awesome things about Google Alex, My Business. Alexander Shinara is, but that sounds funny. He's, uh, he's like an injury attorney. You know, he's like the injury attorney around uh-huh. here that you can call at 3.30 in the morning, and they're like, Alexander yeah, Shinara's office? Right. How can we help you? My son was just arrested for a DUI. I need to talk to somebody yeah. now. <laughs> I was just in a car injury, and I was hurt very bad. Yeah, so anyway, um, we'll always have somebody answering the phone, always capturing that lead information. What's the name of this virtual uh, assistant software company or whatever? Uh, I'd lie to you because Kirsten did like 20 of them, and I finally found one that I was going to go with, so I don't remember the name, and it's over there okay. somewhere. But, uh, yeah, man. And then I found some really inf- really unique information about uh, Google My Business that I didn't know about. That is... Uh, it's going away, by the way. Uh, no, it's not going away. The app is going away. I don't like that. Yeah, like the... Uh, you, well, you got to... Man- you still have a Google My Business, but there is a few things that you have to... It says, like, do you know how to now manage this in maps or something like that? <laughs> So basically, basically, you go to you go to Google Maps. I don't know. I let Benji do that stuff now because I'm like, I was like, last time I went to go mess with my ads, it started showing up in Africa. But you got to be able to respond to your review. Chad was looking at it over there, and I'm like, that's not doing me any good. So what you do is you go to Google Maps, open it up, and you hit your little uh, little icon up in the top, your profile. Mm -hmm. Click it, and then it says manage your business. Click it, open it up. It's your business, and you're basically doing the same thing. It's a little quirky, but I use it almost every day because I do updates in in, uh, Google. I try to every day. Hey, Benji, our our, our partner from Clever Fox. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alex. 
I said, that's something I really need to start doing. It's I see that I, I look at that when I start looking at like businesses that are thriving uh-huh. and I start looking at everything. It's like, how many Facebook posts do these people do every day? <laughs> how many? And then I'm like, what about the Google updates? Cause that stuff actually shows up like on your Google listing. And if it go and it goes too long from being on there, it, then it just doesn't show and you don't have like, they don't, I guess, showcase you as much. So in my personal opinion, I think it's more important to make a post on Google my business than it is to make a Facebook or Insta because the Google my business, those people are looking for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they're looking for the product you're selling. Right. So I got with Benji today and I had a brief little meeting with him and he's just like, dude, you're always just 500 miles an hour coming up with new shit. And he literally made the comment. He's like, why don't we just change it to uh you know, Fox King and be done with this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what we're doing. Boom, 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 boom. And he's like, all right. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I found out some pretty cool things about Google My Business. I know we're going off track, but. Uh, oh, yeah, we are. It's, uh, it's going to be. Round two, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're, I'm going to be able to really change my metrics on my Google ads and everything because of what I found out. So we'll talk about that maybe on a phone call, Cannon. Okay, so listen. <clears throat> yeah, we can do that. We're on a deep dive into Alex because we owe yeah. that to Alex, but I still got some shit I got to say too, Alex. You better just sit your ass down. Listen, a lot, of, a lot of this stuff y'all are talking about, though, is really relevant to what's going on in my life at the it same is. time because, I mean, we're sitting there talking about Google My Business, but, hey, I'm just yeah. yesterday, I mean, I'm emailing back and forth with Benji about Google My Business for my new location that I'm trying to open up in Foley. So you who know, is Benji? Who is Benji to you? Uh, Benji's my like my, my website, my uh, advertising and marketing assist assistant. Marketing guess, team, you know. Just say marketing team. Is he your virtual assistant, my champ? <laughs> Similar. I just tell well, people. There's a new name in, in fence. If you if you have a fence business or work in a fence business, you need to be telling somebody. To get Clever Fox online in your network, the number one freaking SEO guru for fence with over 40 <laughs> different fence contractors on the freaking roster. Benji at Clever Fox online is the number one choice for a great freaking uh, fence website, great freaking uh, fence brochures, anything fence, digital, whatever. Benji is the go-to man. Benji, thank you for supporting Jackson Fence and My Fence Life and these two guys below me. I know you work for both of them. John Wafey, and he's in the comments. He's here every week. Just got a brand new website from Clever Fox Online. Uh, John, I'm sure that joker is fire, 100%. Yep. Uh, hey, Corey Barnes is here tonight, guys. Corey is drinking on some uh, Heaven's Door. Is that the name of the bourbon, I guess? Yeah, 124 uh, proof. Mm-hmm. And look, some right. other guys, Jeff Goodwin, he's drinking Yangling. Uh, Josh, uh, Joseph Rivers is drinking Crown and Coke. Hey, guys, if you're here tonight, two things, man. Tell us where you're from. Tell us you're here. But tell us, more importantly, what are you drinking? I'm, yeah, I'm on a bush yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I like this trend that we got going on. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Alex, um, I wanted to mention something, cool. man. When people ask you about All Benji, right. are you doing something? I literally email people and I say, hey, I've CC'd my head of marketing, Benji with Clever Fox. Just go ahead and uh, respond to, he, you know, make sure you reply to all. And then Benji just takes the email and runs with it. And then I'm just watching. 
Hey, so we just say he's head of uh, marketing. Called the other day, asking about the the, the websites from Clever. Like, dude, everybody's running their Clever Fox online, and I freaking I'm eating this up like some freaking banana pudding, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this freaking guy. <laughs> oh uh, man, from Kenny Dugan here. All right, Kenny Dugan, what we got? Cannon breaking news: Stanton University is sponsoring a veteran for the Springfield event. Nice. Still working out details, but at minimum, the hotel will be paid for. Sponsor. Okay, so there's a uh, there's a veteran from the fence community that's going to be having a paid. Looks like an, an all all expenses paid trip to the Stanton Hill University. That's for dope, bro. Uh, uh, Alex is a veteran. I'm, I'm not nominating Alex. There we go. No, no. Hey, I can pay for my own hotel. Hey, Kenny, right, let so me know, man. I might be interested. I got to run it by Ron, but I might be interested in helping with that. There you go. Hey, we got a Decatur, Alabama here. Uh, Eric Arthur Rose drinking Crown and Coat. What's up, Eric? Eric's Chris my man. Eric came, <laughs> to, uh, Eric came to one of our trainings that we had here in Birmingham, um, and uh, it was a really funny story. It was a, it was actually a cool story. He didn't tell me who he was when he, before he came. He just said, "Hey, I need to. I'd like to come to this training event." And uh, I said, "All right, cool." You know, and I told him, "You know, bring it." And so when he got there, I'd hired a guy. That, man, uh, I'm just going to tell. It was just you know excuse after excuse, and just it was a bad situation. <clears throat> I hired this guy, and. Um, and ended up, Eric was the his former boss, and uh, it was a, it was a long, funny story, but it was it was a good story, man. It was it, he said, "What'd you think about him?" You know, I told him. He said, oh, "That's pretty pretty much him." Uh, good kid though, just you know, couldn't couldn't get his woman problems straight. It sounded oh, like yeah. Man. And, I can't either. So, <laughs> I get it. Uh, you Eric, can't get Eric you straight either. They can rock out some fence. I've got a really cool, actually, TikTok um, of Eric doing some dry packing. Uh, y'all have to check it out. On it's, uh, I think the fence geek is what my thing is. So. Yeah, yeah, fence geek eight or maybe maybe not. No, no, there's no numbers. Okay, just fence All geek, right. I think. Uh, but yeah, Eric's Eric's super awesome. Well, hey, let's talk about let's talk about the game plan. Uh, and Eric says, "Hey, we had a blast." And he just got his pencil vibrator today. And you got to put in parentheses for concrete. For concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Does it fit in your pocket? For dry, <laughs> for dry concrete, dry concrete, because they're really made for wet just concrete. Clear, if they if they put disclaimers on cars nowadays, don't drink the battery uh, contents. Yeah. We need to put on the vibrator. Concrete use only, bro. Period. <laughs> all right. We'll leave it at that. So <laughs> all right. So 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 Alex, man, let's talk about let's talk about Alabama. Alabama, freaking Bama. So um you're you're in Birmingham, y'all wanna go uh, uh Gulf Shores, Foley. Is that the same thing, first of all? Man, it's uh so I mean Gulf Shores is where you go on vacation at. That's not where you go live at. You know, people live in Foley, which is I don't know. 10, 12 minutes from the coast, you know. Um, And then you've got Robertsdale and Summersdale, which is all sort of on 59 that goes straight down through there. So, I mean, the whole goal, which the biggest struggle I'm having right now is finding the right location. Um, God, I've been down there. You know, I moved. I got a pretty nice camper. I moved it down there uh, a few weeks ago. Found a nice spot that's right on the edge of 
Foley and, and Gulf Shores. We went down there, pulled all of our business license, did all that stuff. Um, I mean, we've started, that's why I was saying like Google ads, you know, it's uh, in Google, my business, we've been working on those things, getting them set up to where it'll target us in that area, um, which is, you know, a lot of what uh, man drives, drives your calls to your phone. Um, you know, people, I was actually talking to Josh uh, Glover about this the other day as well. And I was talking to him about that program and we were talking about the amount of money out of your revenue that you're going to spend on advertising, you know, and um, I thought what he said was really was pretty spot on 3% if you want to maintain and 5% if you want to grow, you know, and so, I mean, and that's of your expected revenue, by the way, not just pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, when you get your budget all filled out and uh, I mean, that's what you need to put in your budget and that's not what you're necessarily going to make. But that's what you're budgeting that you want to make, and that's what you're going to spend. So, um, but it, it really works, you know. Um, I was joking a minute ago about my ad showing up in Africa, um, but it did. It went for for two weeks. It Shut did, up. Matter of fact, I swear it did. Um, <laughs> and and I'm going, why? Why are we getting no my salesmen? Why are we getting? like one to two phone calls a day. Like, what is going on? And so I started, look, I started looking. Well, they don't have deep, problems in Africa, bro. <laughs> so I started looking deeper into it, and I I didn't find it, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm looking, and I'm like, it's shut, it's shut. I'm sorry, man. Come on, man. Uh, don't kill me. Can't uh, <laughs> bust up with Dan Young phones in Africa. <laughs> oh, I'm right, tearing so, up, man. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> but it, it was showing that it was still in Birmingham, Alabama, within uh, you know, like thirty mile radius. And um, well, Benji, actually, we were on the phone. This was sort of late at night. I mean, it was seven, eight o'clock at night, and he, he calls me. I found it, and I was like, "What is it?" He said, "Your ads are showing in Africa." <laughs> I was like, what? We thought you said Foley, Africa. What'd you say? Foley, Alabama? My best meal. That's on me, bro. Oh, My bad. So I I when you said you were putting a fifth company in Africa, I was like, damn, can he do this? He but put Foley yeah, AF instead of Foley <laughs> AL. Hey, listen, I buy fence materials from Africa, though, to do at the Birmingham Zoo. So why not go to Africa? Oh, There's man. that. There's that. That was funny. So um <laughs> takes a long time to get a eucalyptus panel. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Comes from Africa. Well, look, man, I uh, watch my Google pretty close when you're talking about ads, and well, Benji and I, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to go down there and be up here, and so you start, uh, you, you start slacking on a couple of things that normally are just rolling real smooth, you know, right. going, and then people's like, you know, Chris is like, man, we just haven't had the leads or the crap. What's going on? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Chris, sell fence. I got to go to the scenes in Africa. I mean, you know, and Chris is like, I'm trying to sell fence. And, uh, and then it got to where I was like, okay, what's up? So I started looking. And I'm like, God, there's no impressions at all on our ads right now. Like zero flatline flat line. Damn. for two weeks. And, mm. um, so then we found it. Luckily, I mean, we still had stuff, you know, in the pipeline going, you know, right, but right. It, it started hitting sort of hard and, 
when we found it and fixed it, God, it still took a couple of days. But now, I mean, everything's just flowing in like it always has. And it makes you realize, like, you know, well, when uh, when Publix comes to town, you know, uh, they don't they have, you know, they they blow it out there, man. You know, or when Milo's or I don't know, McDonald's or whoever is the sweet tea thing. Man, yeah, we got Milo's down here. They got some burgers that are just as good as a sweet tea. So. <laughs> um, but, you know, when an established company comes into town, you start seeing even ads on Tractor Supply, for instance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all have Tractor Supply, but it's like yep. a good feed store here. You know, when they came to Trustful, I mean, it was everywhere. It was, yep. you know, on Facebook. It's on this. It's on that. And they're just blowing it up. And, well, God, when they open up, you know, they'd have a killer first day. And so what, why is it any different for us? Why should it, you know, why should it be any different for us? And so you, you sort of go down there and start stirring the pot first and start doing all your advertising, your researching, your finding locations, your all this stuff. And, uh, and then by the time you get there, people already know who you are. You know, you don't, you don't go down there, I guess, and spend all your money and then start advertising, you know. Well, that's the good thing about having somebody like Benji on your team. He's looking out for you. Here you are, distracted with other things. And uh, Benji with old Clever Fox died on lines over there working behind the scenes going, yo, I found a problem, bro. Well, I can't tell you, man. Look, I, I mean, Benji's done some stuff for me that I'm like, all right, this guy, he, he's riding for the brand, you know. And, uh, yeah, he, he's basically part of my team and he'll always be on my payroll, you know, having somebody like that in your corner is the way to go. We got people over here applying to build fence in Africa. I see this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. So, So what else is going on with the, with the, with the transfer, man? So, so, so. Man, we're having a hard time finding a good location. I think there's, uh, and that's the first step. So, so let's let's pause there. So, this is what's we. I think you and I talked about this the other day. We talk about a location, right? And immediately, our brains go to physical location, which we need, right? Uh-huh. However, you know, Dan's talking about virtual assistants, and now we're talking about also tonight Google business listings. Well, this is the irony. Um, it's been a while for me, but six years ago, you couldn't set up a, a Google business listing without first having a physical address. And so people, we don't really need people to come to us, especially when we're starting out, but we need to be found on Google. And to be found on Google, you have to have an address. Yeah, right. you're going to. And here's the other thing, man. If you have your Google My Business on your personal home, your uh, competitor finds out they can flag it and they'll take your Google listing down. And I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. 100%. Yep. So 100%. so so Alex, are you looking for what are your wishes? Are well, you want, are you wanting an address? My first, my first what I would like to have is about a 2 to 3,000 square foot probably building I think I could get get away with and have a smaller office in there so that at least I could have a desk and a even though, I mean, I got a place I can work temporarily, you know, but I need a place that <clears throat> if I have somebody that answers the phones or does this, 
we've got an office big enough, I mean, you know, to have some filing cabinets and this and that, some places to put a TV for the schedule um, and have that, but then, you know, the majority of the rest of it be mostly warehouse space. And I think that at least for the first year, you know, if I only had to sign a year lease, that would be probably ideal. Um, so that while we're down there getting our feet wet, we're not paying too much money for, for a lease that we might not need the first year, you know? Um, and then, so as the first year progresses through, you sort of start trying to pre-budget your next year and see, well, you know, here's how we're doing. Here's how we're, you know, we might can afford to have a bigger place. I mean, I'm, I'm becoming to be a fan of, having a showroom and having a place that somebody can come in and touch and see and feel and do my salesman's and stuff. Um, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I think it, I think people like that. They feel like, um, I mean, it just brings in your, your tangible at that point, you know, they trust you so much more because, Hey, they feel like this. Well, if they don't do right, I can go in there and I can bitch at them at their office, you know, <laughs> I mean, so you just recently, but you just recently did that in Birmingham. You just went, you just went and got a, uh, you've always had a physical location, but what do you call it? You call this a storefront, right? So this is our storefront and we've actually got, I mean, our other location is about four acres and, um, it's actually connected to my house. I mean, to be honest with you. So we, I've got five acres here and I've got an acre of it sort of deeded off for the house and the rest of it's completely (laughs) fenced off basically looks like a different look. I mean, it doesn't even look like it's part of the house. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually have to go down the driveway and back up and back into another, into another gate to get in there. You know, that's, so, uh, we got an automatic gate and stuff that everybody goes in. And so we've got four acres there that we're actually building a, a big building on right now. We've got a couple of small buildings and a lot of outside storage. And that's where we keep all our trucks, trailers, materials, all that stuff, you know, fridge for the guys for food, drinks, ice, and so on. I got a couple and, questions. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So for the first year, are you wanting to have a showroom and have people come to your place? I would love it. If I, I thought that I found like the perfect place, um, I found this little building Foley, and it was sort of on the back road in the historic district and it had a storefront um, and it had a little garage thing in the back. Uh-huh. And I finally got in touch with the guy when I went to see it the way that the garage was framed up on the inside, it didn't have trusses. So it was really low uh-huh. and it uh-huh. just wouldn't work with a forklift and stuff. And it was way more office and less storage. So but I was, if I could find something, absolutely. I would love that. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a few questions. So here's the deal. If it was me and I'm moving into a new place, I would find out where the money is and where the work is. I would find me a UPS store and I would get me a sweet box there and let my Google listing be there. So then that's where all my traffic's going to be, where my address is, right? And then get me a place off site until I find that perfect spot. You see what I mean? So the, UP, the UPS stores actually give you a physical address instead of a... Yeah, so like we used to be at 3343 Highway 190 North Causeway Suite 159. And it was just a P.O. box. Yeah. And it's, I've had customers go, hey, we're at your place. And I'm like, ah, you know, we're renovating our office right now. So we went ahead and moved our mailbox over to that. 
uh, we're right now we're working out of our house, and it was just kind of my excuse. You know, I might have got that four times a year for a couple of years until I got an actual location. And um, so that's that's how I would handle it, Alex. Where where do I want to so work? I've already done, I've already done that. Oh, perfect. Uh, so I'm one step I'm one step ahead of you on that one. I I did that my on my way back this last time. I was like. I was like, man, I've looked and I've looked, you know, and I've got a look. I've got a location that I think I'm going to rent temporarily. That's only five hundred dollars a month. Uh-huh. Um, like a thousand square foot warehouse with a big garage door, super high ceilings. I can get a forklift in and out of there. Nice, nice. Store aluminum and some chain link, some yep. fittings, some this and that. I might have to do something different about the wood temporarily, um, but so I, I stopped and I got me a UPS, you know, address and all that. And uh, so, I'm gonna do that for right now. But I mean, that's as soon as I find a place that I can get an address. And the problem is that warehouse I'm gonna rent. I asked the guy. I said, "Hey, you know, can I get mail here?" And he said, "No." And I was like, "Well, that sucks." So, um, man, that's the way to do but, it. And Benji taught yeah. me that. Is is did Benji lead yeah. you in that direction? No, I was just sort of actually. I was sitting on the beach this weekend, and I was googling like virtual addresses. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a couple of places that popped up, but their little service didn't have an address in Foley, and so then the next best was basically UPS. So look, Benji made a real point right here. You can't use a USPS PO box. You have to go to a UPS store. To get a box, and then you can call it a suite. You can, there's a couple other little names you can call it, but uh, we used that for a couple of years until we got my office. You know, and I did it right in downtown Manville, right where I wanted to work. And then when I, I got here, we we moved my address to here, where I'm at now, and which is close, but where I'm at now is right on the border of two cities. So I'm, it's it's perfect location because now I'm getting calls from both cities i have a suggestion though what's that and alex you can do this dan you can do this or anybody listening could do this so everybody knows let me let me let me back up i'm I'm, just play a game (laughs) dan let's go with you first tell me your target market like like define define that person not a family define the person who's your who's your who's your customer um, someone who is, uh, they want value. They, they understand value. They understand warranty. Okay. Okay. okay they understand okay, quality, okay. craftsmanship. All right. All right. Male or female? Let's, 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 let's real demographic stuff here. Uh, uh, you know, today's society, you have to be PC. So, uh, either. <laughs> I don't know, man. A male or female is not really. Alex, what about you? I can't say that. It's, it's. Who's my, who's my customer? Yeah, I'd say probably eighty um, percent female. Me too. All right, that's that's it's a clear cut cold case answer here. It's female, hundred percent. Yeah, right. it just I mean it. I never thought about it. Like and that. It's, I always thought that was confusing when I first started in this thing. Oh, like, the women I, always every, make this everywhere I go. I'm doing an estimate for a woman. You know, everywhere. Because I feel like myself, I'd be like, I'm going to be out there talking to this guy about what I want. You know, I'm going to be Tim the Tool Man Taylor being like, hey, this is how I want my – Okay. But you don't ever right. run into that anymore. Even the men, they're just representing the woman. They're like, well, i got to run this by my wife. See, you man, that's where, so, my yeah. pro- that's where my problem comes in. You know, I, my problem is, is, you know, 
you know, and Pepper will tell you if she's listening, he who makes the gold makes the rules. So I make all the decisions. So when it comes to that. But that's you. That's you. But I, I know. Was, and that's the problem. That's where my mindset is. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. So you got to know who who is your customer. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's good. Let's move further. So, so average income per your customer. Are we talking 30 to 50,000 per household? 50 to 70? 70 to 120? 120 plus. Probably, probably 70 to 120. Okay. I was okay. going to say 80 to 150. Okay. I was just going with the multiple choice I was given. Yeah, that wasn't an answer. <laughs> that wasn't an option. Okay, yeah, that worked. Yeah, I mean, and I guess, <laughs> I, guess, I, guess I guess it all depends on, it all depends on where you're at. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I would probably say more like 60. No, 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 no. It depends on what is, your, what is, what is, you know. That, so, so the average so, income, the average income of Mandeville, Louisiana, is like eighty-ish. All right, eighty, ninety. What is the average age? God damn, Cannon! Why? I don't know, probably, man. Just, just, just jump the gun. You deal with I mean, people. I'm, I'm just going to give you a 10, 35 to forty-five. Okay. Yeah, the people buying houses are going to be more. Um, yeah, I, I would go with I would go with the the thirty to forty-five, something like that. Okay. Early thirties. You know, it's not it's not the young the, the twenty to thirty crowd don't have the money. Sorry guys. The 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 fifty five plus crowd, we do sell a lot of fence to these people, but they're not our target. Like they're not the number one like our, our target market is that middle aged family get they got some kids. Right. They've got some pets. Yeah. We lost Alex. Um Yeah, that sucks. Keep going. So so this is what I'm. This is what I was gonna say, Dan. You can use this, and anybody listening, use this. Find out who your target market. My target market happens to be a female, um, age thirty to forty-five, um, household income between seventy and one hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, so when you think about that, where does where do those where, where does that female between thirty and forty-five between seventy and a hundred thousand dollar household salary where do they like to, to go you know and so my answer to this is if you're trying to get an address go to your local boutique go to your local consignment store you know it's pretty popular now my sister does this so i know a little bit about it where these stores are popping up across the country everywhere you got it in your town i'm guaranteed it's oh i know what you're about to say it's a trendy lady who opens a store, and it might, and it's usually an adjective and a noun. So it might be the white zebra, <laughs> or the green grass, or the rusty barn. You know what I mean? It's one of those. It's it's something like that, yeah. right? Um, did I freeze up for a minute? No, you're good, bro. All right. So it's 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 one of those names, the, the farmer's daughter. You know, well. So that's it's a women-owned store, and it's targeting women. And other women rent 10 by 10, 10 by 20, 15 by 15 spaces inside of this booth, okay? Uh-huh. Now, they rent these spaces inside of this booth, and, and now they're granted an address. So what if you go to one of these consignment boutique-style stores, and you ask to rent a space? And you don't even need a space. You you don't even need space at all. Or you could get a space. You know, you could get a ten by ten. I'm just saying, dude, you just for blew my mind. A month, you can probably rent a freaking booth or no booth at all, and get an address at your local boutique consignment store, 
And then not only that, but there's people actually there from eight to five or eight to seven or whatever, and yeah. they can take leads for you. Imagine Dude, you, that. You just you know blew I mean? my mind. I thought you were going to go. I, I didn't even think of that, and I think that's a great idea. I thought you were going to go off on that whole ghost thing that we were talking about last night. Oh, the, the the ghost kitchen? Yeah, yeah. That's where I thought you were going with it. But it's almost like a ghost location, you know? Well, we should talk about that, too, since Alex is having some Internet problems. So we've been talking about virtual um, assistance and virtual locations, all right? So, hey, look, guys, fun fact here. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. My son is watching this. If you got kids, man, they're on YouTube. I don't know how they find stuff, but they find stuff. All right, so Owen watches this channel owen's my 13 year old he watches this channel called mr beast just had a birthday and mr beast is the bomb by the way I, so you actually i was gonna say i actually like mr beast but yeah. you do too dude he's like he's, he's cool. kicking ass and taking names he's like one he's of like the going big- to walmart and like hey here's my credit card he he is like one of the biggest youtubers yeah yeah anyway all right so mr beast uh at some point decides hey i want to start this uh restaurant franchise okay and so Owen tells me tells me about this a couple of nights ago. Oh well, Mr. Beast and yada yada yada. He also has a restaurant called Mr. Beast Burgers, and I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, you know. Mr. Beast Burgers. And, I'm uh, <laughs> and so I Google this, and like I'm like, holy shit, there's one in Jackson, bro. Like, I've not I've not heard of this, you know. And I Google deeper. I mean, I go to the website. And it's like locations, and there's one in Milan. And you're not you're not from here, Dan, but Milan is a little town. Like, there shouldn't be one of these in Milan. I'm like, what? You know. Uh-huh. And when I look on all locations, and sure enough, there's freaking over a thousand locations. I'm like, how how is this going on? And I've not heard about Mr. Beast Burgers because I got these crazy looking massive burgers inside of these. Like super colorful, cool boxes. Like it's something you would recognize, you know. Uh-huh. And 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 so the Milan one is like thirty thirty U.S. Highway forty five Milan. And so I go to Google Maps. And I type that address in my Google Maps. Where is this? It's like I have well, some shit. It pinpoints me on a freaking huddle house. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, did we lose? This is where my I'm like, damn, did we lose huddle house over this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, surely not. Where am I going to you know go I mean? at two a.m. when I'm drunk now? <laughs> and so I tell Dan about I tell Dan about this. I'm like, dude, there's this place evidently called Mr. Uh, Beast Burgers. And since that time, I did a little bit more research, and I found out that this was a virtual restaurant. That's what they call, they call it, a virtual restaurant that delivers real food. I've never heard of this concept. You can only order through Uber or the website, but you really can't go to the place because it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's only DoorDash, it Uber. Waiter, wherever you're at. It just so happens to exist in a place called Huddle House or Red Robins or whatever your restaurant might be. But anyways, Mr. Beast Burgers, Google it. You probably got one in your town and don't even know about this. But it's a kitchen in your town that's making these burgers and fries, and they will bring them straight to your freaking house. And you'll never go there because it doesn't really exist. And I think that's the coolest idea and me and Kristen talked about ordering Mr. Beast Burgers today, and I hope she's done that since I've been online with you. <laughs> well, look, man, um, we're talking about Google listings, and I totally get the ghost kitchen thing, but I want to get to some of these comments in here. 
And uh, Benji said, she keep in mind that it isn't 100% shot. I haven't had a UPS address kicked back yet. Just so you know, you also run the risk of Google requesting a video ver- verification. So it's a gamble. And, you know, Dylan, if you're, I see Dylan Blonde, that's my son, that's listening right now. Dylan, uh, we need to figure out who our customer is and get an avatar. Okay, buddy? So put that on the list. Because uh, <laughs> apparently I don't know who the freak our customer is, right? Um <laughs> Let's see, Dylan said, the husband always says, I could do it myself, but I don't have time. And that's funny, man. I just added a uh, status in my job nemesis that is, uh, I did it myself. So I can keep track of the people that are doing it themselves. (laughs) James Blasdale says, we just changed this world, that UPS info. But James, you have an incredible location as it is. So please enlighten us. What? What about that has changed your world? And I'm glad that happened. But what about the uh, the boutique consignment? Did, did that not change your world? That that should be a freaking game changer too, you know? Look here, look here, look here. Man. Alex. Dude, I don't know what happened. I'm going to tell you this. I got this Verizon internet in my house, and I thought it was really awesome because I can just unplug it and take it to Gulf Shores and plug it in. Oh. Yeah. So you really you just working off a cell? Well, no, it's not supposed to be. It's it's. I mean, you can. We. I've had it for <clears throat> a month or more now, and I actually have it at my office as office internet. And the other night when I was on with y'all, it was the same same kind of internet. Huh. Uh, but I don't know. Every once in a while, it's a little glitchy. Um, and so I'm telling you though, right now, if Verizon is watching. I'm coming to your store tomorrow. We're having a, we're having a talk. <laughs> I tell you, I'm not happy. Take take John Wathy with you, man. He'll kick their ass and throw them in jail, brother. You, you got my internet fucked up. I'm coming after you. I'm just hiding in the yard. Hey, I mean, hey, you're not running a successful business without good internet. I'm just telling you. Yeah, and then right. when John leaves, he's going to leave a sign in the Verizon front yard. I'm getting a fence. Yes. <laughs> Oh right, so, man! Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where we were, y'all. But well, we were we were, we were talking about uh, you know our average clientele forty five to or thirty to forty five, you know 70, 60, 70 to one hundred twenty, hundred fifty thousand stuff like that, you know. And then I started seeing comments. I could see stuff. I could see stuff going on, and I was. Did you hear stuff though? Um, I could not. I don't know. So why did you, did you hear? There. Did you hear where I was telling you to go get an get an address at? If you have to, no, I missed that right. part. That was right. All that, all that, you know, who's your market? Yada yada. It all just narrowed down to the same answer that I already knew is go to your boutique, your local trendy boutique consignment store, and say, "Hey, I want to rent a booth, but I really don't think I need a booth. I just want to, I just want to pay you to use your address. And if somebody comes in, ask yeah. for a fence, give them this brochure, and capture their information for me. That's all." <laughs> Dude, I'm going to do that downtown Ponchatoula, bro. I'm on top of that. They got a bunch of those antique stores that rent out places. Not antique. Not antique. Not antique. But you know what I'm talking about. Those. I, I, the I know, ones. I know you what you the trendy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, one, the ones where the 35-year-old woman's going to, not the 65. That's I'm, the on, I'm on top of that shit. Look, look, look at the comments. Benji, let's make that happen for Fence Gang. Yeah. Benji is like Benji is staring us away from this one. That's listen. Before making a decision, please consult your local SEO expert 
on what I'm telling you. This is not SEO legal advice. This is just what can right. And your local SEO expert is at cleverfox.online, Benji McKinney, outfoxing the competition. <laughs> Benji's coming in town next week, bro. We're going to open up that bottle of Elmer tea. Yes. We're going to crack it open. We're going to do a Zoom with Cannon about my fence life, and we're going to get a little tipsy. <laughs> Speaking of, you would have thought when I would go to fix my internet, I would have grabbed another beer. but That was the perfect time, bro. Hey, you can jump off camera. Cannon does it all the time. I'm just like, I got to pee. Yeah, I'm good. I'll be all right. All right, so we need to talk more about Foley. And, and so you're trying to find an address. We understand the hardships there. We understand that, that the real estate market is is, is extremely uh, lucrative now, I guess is probably a good way to say it. Like things don't cost what they used to cost. And at the beach, I can only imagine the amplification of that. So uh, um, I don't know, man. I think it's starting to become a buyer's market. It's not a seller's market anymore. It's, um, it's switching. The tide's turning. It's... Uh, what is going to happen is it's going to be nobody's market. I mean, because I mean it is really. I, mean, I refuse God, to hear that. <laughs> it, well, I mean it's going to be a it's going to be a nobody's buying nobody's selling. Look, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be an owner's market. That's what okay. it's going to be because your your buyers don't want to buy because interest rates are too high. Your sellers don't want to sell because prices are too low. So they're going to own and they're going to rent. Okay, People that makes sense. People yep. are going to rent a lot more, so it's going to be an owner's market, and there will hardly be no buyer or seller's market for the next little while, I feel like. That's that's how I feel. Um, other people might not, you know, um, and it depends on how much money you have, I guess, as well. So <clears throat> for your average person, that's what it's going to be like now. But if you have, like, millions and millions and millions of dollars, then it'll be you as the buyer's market. So... Um, but if you're financing, it's not a buyer's, it's not going to be a buyer's market. So for your average American, it's going to turn into a owner's market. Not only that, it, HELOCs are not the way to go right now either. No. You know? So for those that don't know, that's what a, other, uh, that's a hey, home. What other roadblocks exist in this journey, this transition? Um, Fuel prices? Well, <laughs> Who's going to build your fences? Radar detectors. <laughs> so we've, uh, I think we talked about this a little bit the last time. We've actually reached out to some uh, some local fence companies that are smaller, you know, that are, I guess, you know, owner-operator type fence companies that still do good work. Um, and a lot of them have shown a lot of interest in, you know, subcontracting some work out from us. Um, and so we're going to sort of start off that way. I've got guys I can send down there if I need to, you know, to go build some fence, depending on how many we sell at a time. Sure. Um, we've given a few estimates down there. I think I've got a, I think I've got a pretty good commercial job sold down there already. That's around a pool for a, um, condo complex because out of, I guess, whoever down there bid their jobs, I was the only person that could get them a gloss beige. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. See, we talked about that. Yeah, dope. dope. <clears throat> you know, so I'm thinking that I'm going to try to hit the sort of commercial to light commercial market down there a little bit harder and maybe can maybe can pull off some stuff that way. Um, 
but you know, we, we advertise a lot. I mean, we've got a lot of cool stuff. We've started wrapping our trucks. They look real cool. Well, yeah. we haven't started because our truck got T-boned, but, Ooh. um, it's about to be out of the shop. So we're going to wrap it. Um, I'm probably going to wrap my truck that I take down there. We've got a cool, you know, we got cool cartoons and we've got great flyers. It's got the cartoon and watch use fencing unlimited about our, you know, that we have an Alabama state home builders license. You know, we're part of the AFA, the fence workers association, and, you know, all the good stuff about us yeah, that's yeah. in there, you know, about the products we use our, you know, every fence comes with a lifetime workmanship warranty. Um, can't warranty no wood, but we can warranty everything else as far as lifetime as well. Just about we do the um, same thing, brother. And so you know, it it shows all those cool things while it's got this cool little cartoon guy next to it, which makes everybody feel real comfortable. Um, you know, they're like, "Oh, that's fun. That's you know, my kid likes that. He thinks it's funny." Right. Um, and so, but it just sticks in their brain, you know. I mean, and that kind of stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's call them." Um, so. Um, we just try to do a lot of things to get our name out there. And, um, I mean, I'm not afraid to pull up into a construction site and just start talking to somebody, you know, I've done that when I was down there and it was a funny story. Cause I told the guy, I said, I'm going to tell you something different about us. And he's like, Oh yeah. I mean, he wasn't in, Oh yeah. What's that? I said, we answered the phone. We're going to answer the phone. And he's like, he's like, well, now you're talking, you Simple. know, and, just, I mean, that's it. It's that simple. Low show, hanging fruit. Show, show up and answer the phone. You know, don't yep. have like, yep. <laughs> you don't have time for anybody. And, and people love that, you know. Um, so just, um, net, I'm, you know, we go down there a lot right now just to network um, because it's not that we're in Foley yet, really. I'm giving prices down there because I'll go build a fence down there. I'll load up some guys and, Cause they won't argue with me. Oh yeah, let's go to the beach. Sure. Cool. Let's go. It's like right. you build the fence, then you can go to the beach the next day. Right. You know, and I, I uh, do that for a few weeks anyways. Exactly. You know, so we're giving estimates and we're advertising down there, but like sort of what I was saying, I guess, I think you walked away a little bit earlier is we're trying to sort of load, load the barrel. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Because you, you want everybody to be like, well, where are these people at? Where are they at? You know, they're advertising this and then boom, here you are. Right. And, and by that time, a lot of people know who you are, you sure. know? So that's what we're sort That's our game plan for the next few months. Um, I've actually got somebody moving down there. I think we might've mentioned this briefly last time. I got somebody actually moving down there. That's already leased a house for a year. Um, and he was going to do that anyway. So I was sort of going to lose this guy. Or use it to my advantage. Um, and so I'm going to sort of use it. I'm going to try to use it to my advantage. And uh, and so he's going to be down there to manage jobs. I got a couple of good leads on some people to, for, for sales down there that's actually worked for some other people that I know. So I've had a lot of, lot of contact down there. It's actually been more fruitful than I expected, I guess. Yeah. So, so how how are the calls? Um, how are the calls coming in? Not a lot right now. Um, huh. We've we've had two or three my salesmen in the last couple of weeks, and we've had 
a handful of a handful of phone calls, and that okay. that's about it for that area. But we just Benji just got my ads running down there. I guess I think we last <laughs> last week. Um, and so, um, it, it's start. I, it's starting to trickle in, you know. Yeah. Yep, yep. um, so, but hey. we don't have. We haven't got our Google listing set up, and I think that's probably uh, playing a part in it. So, so when you're down there, sit, when you're down there sitting on the beach, are you hitting the social media hard? Because you're in that area, and Facebook knows you're there. <laughs> so are you just like posting like a fucking wild man. Uh, you know, you know what I would do. You got your Google listing up. I would take photos that you have from Birmingham. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd send 50 photos to Benji. Benji's going to kill me right now. I'm sending 50 fucking photos and say, Benji, I want you to geocode these for Foley. I want you to geocode them for Gulf Shores. I want you to geocode them. And every day you just start dropping photos. Bam, bam, bam on your Google list. We've been on, you know, we've got a lot of local, you know, what's happening in Trustful, what's happening in this town, that town, this town, all these towns. Up here, and so we hit those, you know, a lot up here. We know when we can post, you know, our businesses can only post on Mondays and all this. And we do that, you know, regular. And there's a lot, I mean, we get a lot of business off Facebook, I would say. Um, and I get a lot of good jobs off Facebook. Do I get the majority of my jobs off Facebook? Probably not. Um, most of them from Google, but I still do get, I mean, I just sold a really nice aluminum job the other day. Um, Anna Deck to the same lady off of Facebook. I mean, it's a twenty-something thousand dollar job. You know, um, not a not a bad residential job off of Facebook. And so, um, I started hitting up these sites down there in in Foley, and <clears throat> I guess I made. Some, I don't. I don't know. I guess there's a lot of maybe new people that come down there a lot, and they didn't think I was legit. And then, you know, can you send in your business license? Yeah, I can send in my business license. Here you go. You know, um, and and um, they said, well, you know, it says it says get fencing unlimited LLC on it, and uh, you're advertising fencing unlimited. I said, yeah, um, I've got a DBA, and I've also got a trademark through the state of Alabama for fencing unlimited for advertising. Like literally, it's it's registered through the Secretary of State, and. Um, and they said, well, there's another company down here called Fencing Unlimited. And I said, well, no, there's not. But there is a Fencing Unlimited Services. And I've actually talked to the owner of Fencing Unlimited Services, and he's a really nice guy. And he's actually excited that I'm coming to the area because he's excited that somebody's coming to the area that's going to actually charge what a fence is worth. It's probably a legitimate company. And there's somebody that's going to do good work. Um, and I was telling him some of the things that we do, you know, feed our guys, uh, all the benefits that we offer. And I mean, jokingly or not, you know, he said, <laughs> I might just come work for you, you know, and I've had it happen before. I mean, I've had, um, I've got a really great guy that now works for me along with a lot of people that work for him. Um, his name is, uh, Vladimir Gonzalez and he's Hispanic and he is one of the best, installers i've ever had and uh he ran a business himself and he decided you know what this running a business thing ain't for me but i love building fence and you treat me great and i'm gonna come to work for you 
and I'm going to bring my guys with you. What's his phone Vladimir number? What's, what's his phone number? Can we get his phone number, please? No, no, just, no. <laughs> I'm, gonna a, I'm gonna pull a cannon right here. Can I get his phone he number, said, please? So he says. Uh, he says this, and I love I love the way he introduces himself to everybody, and it's real funny because his name is not Vladimir; it is Vladimir. But he goes, "My name's Vladimir, like Putin." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so but great guy you know and and stuff like that happens you know i mean you go down there and people people don't like what they've got themselves into i mean you know hey we're sitting here cutting up on on my fence life and yeah we you know we're drinking some beers and we're having some fun but man our day-to-day struggle is real yeah. i mean it's we're you know me and cannon's calling each other god can you believe what's going on with this you know what do you do when you run into this? I mean, we're just constantly networking with each other to yeah. figure out how to handle tough situations. And I feel like we all do that every single day. You know, we're out there putting out fires and trying to figure out how to build new ones almost. I mean, that's what we do. You know, we, we got to add something to the fire and then we got to go put a fire out. And that's how you grow, people, man. Fires make is, you grow. But, but see, a lot of people don't want to do that. They right. they get into it and they think like oh, I want to I want to have my own fence business you know I love building fence and I want to have a fence business then they figure out God there's a lot of good times and there's a lot of bad times and there's a lot of hard times and there's a lot of I don't get to go and watch TV tonight times putting the and, fire out doesn't sound so bad even even if I were to tell somebody like look man you're gonna be putting a fire out every single night. You know, but like, I'm gonna tell you what, after some years and like, hey, man, you're not going to go home. Like you're going to eat at a, at a different time than your wife and kids. You're going to you're, you're yeah. going to miss Mother's Day. You're like, you don't I don't think yeah. people quite comprehend. Like when I say you're, you're putting out fires, like these are not fires that you have control over. Like This, these is, ha- Cali- this is California fires. Yeah, man. And they don't just like <laughs> I'm not saying from eight to five, you're putting out fires like, no, bro. From eight to five, you're working. And then from five to, to nine, you're putting out fires, you know. And and, and Saturday comes along, and guess what? You got to do. You got to put on your boots, and that's the best day to fight fires because nobody else is starting a fire on Saturday. So so Saturday, the winds are calm. There's a little rain coming. Yes, <laughs> you can go put out some more fires. You know what I mean? And and people seriously don't understand how freaking much you have to pour into it sometimes. You know. How many uh, how many weekends you just give up? Like, hey man, yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take five weekends this year, you know? Like, look, really? I spent, spent five weekends in Gulf Shores in the last five weekends. Yeah. Well, oh, man, and, and and then the thing is, is your family, you know what they're doing? They're off, you know, old ladies at the farmers market. I mean, well, I got competing demand. It's Alex, 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 Alex. When you come spend time with me, Alex. When you come home, and right, and, and then right. it's Alex. When you and it's like you know, it's Alex. Sucks. Why are you on the Why are you on the phone with Cannon, Alex? You talk to Cannon all the time, Alex. Why, you, dude? I uh, I hear it. Now, well, you're the, the, now you're on the damn TV with him. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. The problem is here's the problem. This is what I this is what I tell my family. And I love my family. And I wish. Hey, we all love our, we all love our yeah. family. Fuck you know? yeah, we love our family, man. But we got a. Is a more weird fun. bone in our body, you know, that's like we're 
this is us. Dude, you know? this is what we love to do. We're entrepreneurs. We love to take ground. We love we love to gain. We love kick to grow. Ass. We love to kick ass. And you know what? I tell Pepper, you want to know why you're with me? Because I don't fuck around and I make shit happen. And our family's more forgiving than all these fires. You know, these fires are not forgiving at all. If the fire's going, the fire will burn and get bigger, you know? And you can tell the kids, hey, look, man, I'm sorry we didn't get to do this. What, what, what about Sunday? You know, I, I hate yeah, that. Man. That sounds sorry, you know, but that's. that's I hate it too, man. But when you're an entrepreneur, bro, and you love what you do, you got to do it. Everybody says, do what you love. I'm doing what I love. I worked every day this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I worked every day, worked on my business, and it's what I love to do. It's my hobby, you know? And then I drank on Wednesdays. Yeah, I do, I do kind of drink on Wednesdays. And for everybody out there that's going, oh, you're spending your weekends in Gulf Shores, let me go ahead and tell you, it's rained five weekends in a row. So, <laughs> it, it could have been fun, but it's rained five weekends. Dude, I vacationed in Gulf Shores a few weeks ago. My daughter was like, so my daughter's she'll be 21 this year, and she went to spring break. And she's she left. She literally was there one day and left. And I'm like, what are you doing, baby? She's like, all these guys, they thirsty, keep hitting on me. I just want to relax in the sun and have a little fun. So yeah. I was like, all right. So I got a condo in Gulf Shores, took her, Pepper, and a friend of hers. Let them go hang out on the beach the whole time without being harassed by all these thirsty-ass guys from, you know, high school and Freshman's in college, and she had a great time. Golf Shores is a great place to go, man. I don't blame you for opening up a shop there. But, but I will is, say, I will say I this: you better have two guest rooms because I come with I'm a I come it. with a crew when I come. So I'm working so. on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. It's a hey, it's a nice, just straight shot down south. I mean, it takes. Uh, Four and four and a half hours, four hours, 45 minutes if you drive the speed limit, and four hours if you uh, speed a lot. So, um, but I've heard, I've heard from, I've heard from some people that it only takes about an hour and a half to fly down there. So, there you go. There's that. You're working on that, huh? Well, all these fence guys want to be pilots, man. I took I took my first private pilots class last Wednesday and it was absolutely amazing. Um, it was not at all what I expected it to be. It was actually not. I thought it was going to be a little bit more difficult, I guess, um, but it didn't seem so difficult. Uh, the guy was really cool. He actually let me fly the plane for like forty five minutes without any assistance. Um, and that was on your, first, cool. on your first flight, my very first flight, yes. <laughs> dude. If I if I take my pilot's license, there's going to be two things that are going to come into effect. One, we need a bigger plane so I can get my fat ass in there, and two, it's going to be a female. I'm sorry, if I die, I'm going down like that. There you go. Well, the bigger the plane, the more expensive they are. We're just fly- <laughs> we're flying it like a little toy, sort of. It's almost like a, it's almost like an aluminum kite. Oh wow! You know that you can yeah. No, I mean yeah. it's, a, it's like a little set, little Cessna. I won't. Know, just, I won't be getting one of those. 
but it's uh, it was really fun and it's really interesting. I've talked to Chris Steele about it a lot. He's been working on his. Yes. I know I've seen I see Tony Thornton. Um, he posted this last week about how he rode his motorcycle three hours and he flew to go see his family and flew back. Um, he was talking about his instrument rating and stuff. And that was some of the questions I was asking was, you know, after you get your private pilot's license then what's next, well, you don't even learn how to use all those cool little gauges and all that stuff that's on the panel to get your pilot's license. Like you don't even really fully know how to do that. Um, <laughs> that I'm serious. That's probably a good thing stuff. to do. No, <laughs> Well, it is, but I mean, you've got all this stuff and all these buttons and all these things to do, and that's they will let you and allow you on a clear day or semi clear, I think. I don't know 100% ins and outs to fly a plane by yourself without knowing how all that stuff works. Um, <laughs> what? But, yes, I swear. <laughs> so the way that the way that the guy explained it to me was. And people are probably going to start commenting that because they know more than I do. So I'm just talking about what I think I know, you know. But this is this is <laughs> this what, is what I heard. That's this right. is what I'm grasping from what I'm hearing, you know. So you uh, you basically have to fly and still be able to see the ground because if you can see the ground, you can judge if you're turning right, turning left, uh-huh, going up, uh-huh. going down, and all this. Once you start flying in inclement weather to where you're in a cloud and you can't see the ground, once you fly at a certain altitude where you can't much see the ground, your body loses all sense of (laughs) – you don't know if you're upside down, turning right, turning left, going down, going up. And so you have to know how to read all these instruments to be able to judge how you are flying. And you are literally flying with instruments. I feel like you would love if you were upside down, though. So I got a question, what? man. Maybe. Are you? Are you? I'll do it. Are you going to learn how to fly so you can like pull one of those banners behind you? Higher. Funny, funny story. Funny story. We were on our way back. Is this a marketing from ploy? Gulf? We were on our way back from Gulf Shores, and I was telling Lonnie we were in the car, and I said, "You know what? I said when I retire, I can just pull these cool banners across the beach all the time." You could pull them now, bro. Higher fence I unlimited. I, mean, I don't know. Is it – can you just pull your own? I mean, can you just start riding down and forth across the I don't. Beach? I don't see why with you like, can, bro. With like missing unlimited banners. You know what I would do? When next time you go to your uh, your class to learn how to fly, be like, hey, I got this banner I want to pull behind us. Is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> And the guy's going to be like, uh, I'm going to go over there in that neighborhood if we yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really want to look at that neighborhood. I got some longitude and latitudes. Can we go there? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that is, shit. I, that's, that's one thing that's in the pipeline, sort of, because after, if, after you do the math and everything, it's really not quite as expensive to one own an airplane and two to fly from A to B as you would. As I ever dreamed it would be, like I'm like I can't, I can't afford that, you know. And I'm, I feel like you just have to have a vehicle waiting on you on the other side, right? So yeah, I'm Uber. Gonna, I'm gonna leave my I'm gonna leave my Harley down there. That way, I can take cool pictures of a motorcycle and a plane at the same time. In the hangar, look, man. In the, in the hangar. I mean, that's like the that's like the airplane porn, I guess. You know, that's what I saw it the other day. I saw his plane. I yeah, I saw that too, man. <laughs> everybody, everybody does that. They want to. 
they either got their sports car, which I mean, we could do that too, I guess. But yep. I don't, I don't know. I mean, no, I'm just joking. I, I'm, I'm probably going to get a little truck or something to leave down there anyway. Um, that way, if uh, if Lonnie goes down there and I ride with her, I've got something I can drive around to do some work and this and that. Yeah, um, and we don't, and we don't have to take two vehicles. And if I need to drive one back, I could or something. If she would yeah. even leave before I did, um, so that is one of the struggles right now. Actually, that um, I've been thinking about and brainstorming. Like, what is the best way? What do I need? How do I need to handle this vehicle deal? Because I mean, I drive a F two fifty, you know, platinum, and I don't want to just rack up miles on it driving it back and forth all the time and plus it's a diesel and it's expensive and so i'm like okay you know what do i need to do about this to start with that so that is one of the i'd say something simple that's my gut instinct you know but i drive a prius i was thinking some type of gas getting uh suv just to have more marketing areas so so that i can get it wrapped i agree Um, because Jeremy, the guy that's going down there for me, that's going to be living there full time, he's got a twenty five hundred. He can move most anything that we need to, you know. So um, I don't really need to have mine down there. I don't think. Whatever you buy, it. make sure it's multi purpose. You can pick up material, pull a trailer, and advertise. Yeah, that's what I would do. And if you can't pull a trailer, put some uh, airlift five thousands on it. I'm not personally trying to pull a trailer, Dan, to be honest with you. I'm, I'll go down there and network and sell more. I think Jeremy's going to be more of my – he's going to be more of my work workhorse down there, project manager, moving materials, making sure jobs are going right to start with. Um, so just like I don't move materials up here, I'm not planning on doing that down there as, yeah, I as mean, well. I, I don't plan on pulling anything, but I've got a – you know. $400 hitch for my truck. So if I need to, I can go pick up a machine, deliver it to the job. Um, I can pick up a trailer, drop it off. At least I can do that, you know? So yeah, that's just my train of thought. I'm going to, I'm going to try something. If I drive something, it's going to be just in case I can do it. Yeah. I'm just trying not to get, I'm trying to get something that's gas saving. And if I get something that's going to save gas, for me to sort of transfer back and forth, you know, and advertise, uh, I don't know how much weight I'm going to be able to put around. I, I got a question. Dan, you brought up that $400 hitch. I've seen those. Like, we have a whole fleet full of damn $39 hitches. Why, why are they? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you, I, I love my hitch. I love my hitch, bro. That's so, I mean, why? You're talking about the up, down, spin around, and everything. It does it all. Damn, I'm the one that up. fits your truck and never take it off. That's Dude. I mean, you lock it on, and it goes up, down, you spin it around all the balls. I love it, bro. I love it. I can pull anything. If it's, I can raise it. I can lower it. I can do anything. There's no questions. Mm-hmm. I can pull any yeah, size like hitch. Look, I, 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 I'm just, I, I want to be able to do whatever. I don't want to pull up and not have the tool. You know, some people say, hey, you can use a Harbor Freight Auger, or you can use a Little Beaver, or you can use a Mini Skidster. Well, you know what? My hitch is a Mini Skidster. I'm going to be able to pull whatever the fuck I pull up to. <laughs> Period. Hey, guess got what? If I got to raise it, if I got to lower it, I don't care what I got to do. It's going to happen. 
and I got airlift 5000s on half of my fleet, if the load is too heavy, pump them airbags up, baby. Let's go. You're not stopping me. Just my opinion, though. So I need to trade my, uh, I need to gather up all my hitches and trade them in for one. Dude, what are you going to, I mean, imagine imagine you, you guys show up to pick up a a, a mini skister or a big skister, whatever you rent that day, and you're like, uh, Cannon, I, I got an inch and five ace ball, and I need an inch and no, no, seven no, no, no. eighths. So, so, so mine have all three balls on them. You just have to pull it out and flip it over, you know? But it's, it's, just, like the straight. it's just the straight. But it's straight. So if, yeah. if if it's riding high, you can't lower it. Yeah. If it's riding low, you can't high it. raise it. I get it. I guess. I I guess. I guess the other side of me though is like, man, for six years and like a whole lot of damn trucks and a whole lot of damn trailers. It's hey, always seemed to work. You see Chris you know Cornelius B and W baby. Yeah, I don't think they're four hundred dollars. Are the ones we buy, Chris? How much are the ones that we buy, Chris? Well, Chris is my man. My problem. My, my problem is this. Man. My truck's got that GMC uh, tailgate that drops uh-huh. down into a step. Yeah, yeah. So you got to buy the special one to where when that, that drops, drops down, down, you don't hit it. Yeah. Oh my God! See, I used to. Ha- I had a uh, Denali, and yeah. I, I had the one before that cool tailgate came out, and I. I had to take my truck in, and I got the uh, the one with the tailgate. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like, how does this? This is gonna hit this hitch if you let it down. If you got a regular hitch, it's just bam. Like, yeah, yeah. You got to buy the special hitch, so it's like three hundred seventy something dollars plus tax. I was like, what a not great design. My normal <laughs> hitches are like three twenty plus tax. Because the tailgates are cool, you get like JBL speakers for them and all kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, I love, hey, I, I love I'm my not tally. against owning a nice hitch at all. You know, I, I'm all for it. Uh, maybe I need to go get one. That's all I need to do. I got like hitch porn, so it's awesome. <laughs> hey, there's a category for everything. Chris says that ours were paying three hundred ish yeah. per hour. So they're about three twenty for the BMWs, I think. Where I'm buying. Yeah, that's them that, that's the ones we're using, and they're we've got them on just about every truck. So I've got them on my <laughs> truck. I've even got like the smaller mini version for the Ranger. Yeah, so the one for that weird tailgate is like three seventy nine or something. So by the time yeah, you pay well, tax, you're dropping four yeah. bills. Well, that's your fault for having that tailgate. Hey, tell us in the comments. I love that tailgate, bro. I love my Denali. I love my tailgate. It is, it is a very cool tailgate. Bro, I get in that fucking truck, and I'm like, I'm king of the fucking road. A, <laughs> I love it's it. It's a good tail. It's a nice tailgate. I love, I love it. it. Mine bro. just has a little step and a handle, and that's it. So. <laughs> hey, well, I was in a few years, though, we're going to see these trucks on the road, and they're all, all going to have the, the same little dent. On the on the tailgate, oh, the tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> the same one, the same. For the guys that forgot to take the regular hitch, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the custom one, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, John, John Wafey has a BMW. Uh, for the guys who saved fifty dollars, what do you call it? A hitch or what? Yeah, it's a hitch. Yeah, it's hitch. A hitch. hitch receiver, if you want to call it like the professional name. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm receiver. Yeah. Hitch receiver, yes. I've got a I've got a BMW juice snake that I can take off and put back in. That's kind of cool. Those are nice. Those are real nice. All right. <laughs> so I was gonna I was gonna talk about something we talked about last weekend, and I actually had um one of it was uh, God. I'm trying to think of who it was that messaged me that said, you know, we were talking about complacency because doing business in your own area, you know, you're like. 
ah, I'm not going to mess with that because, you know, that's uh, so-and-so, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So today, and I've done this, I, I found myself doing this. So this was not down there, but this is this is something that you're not going to run into, I think, if you're at, like adding another location because you're not going to know. You're just out there to sell every damn fence you can sell, you know. So, right. t- so today I was coming back from a project that we were working on, and they're building a massive police department in this area. Right. So one of the biggest fence companies in this area is right there in that town, you know, and it's just sort of like you don't sell a lot of jobs there. You just, they know, and the guy, it's like a second generation company, you know, and so they know people. And I'm driving past this police station today and I was like, you know what? <laughs> They're building it. I mean, you know, it's not construct. I mean, and you know, there's going to be fence. I mean, it's a police station. We're going to have fence because we're going to lock our cop cars up. Right. I mean, you know, and so I'm going, you know what, even though this is, you know, fence company X's spot, I'm about to pull in here and I'm going to find, you know, somebody and I'm going to talk to him about fence. And so that's what I did. I, you know, I whipped up in there and um, I said, Hey, is there, you know, any foreman, any, superintendents any anybody and this guy was out there shooting elevations and he had on a hard hat he was the only person in the whole place with a hard hat on so i'm going this is my best shot this guy's doing what he's supposed to do (laughs) and uh i go up there he said well you're looking at him i was like cool man you know i wanted to talk to you about fence and uh i had one of my flyers i gave him one of my flyers you know and uh, i just sort of told him who we were where we were located i said Y'all got some fence going on out here? He said, we got a ton of fence. I said, well, I figured you did because I knew it was the police station. I said, so dumb question, but, you know, anyway, that was my question. And uh, I said, well, you got a fence guy. He said, well, we had one, but he bailed on us. And um, it was out of Atlanta, Georgia, too. So it was a company out of Atlanta, Georgia, that was supposed to be doing the fencing. And he said, well, you know, I said, well, have y'all found anybody else? No, we ain't found anybody else. And right. he said, now they're talking about, you know, we might have to do it. And he goes, and I don't want to do it. And I said, well, I do. I'm the one that wants to do it for you. And um, so they're supposed to be having a meeting tomorrow. Now, I'm not saying I landed some big job for the police station, but I'm going to tell you this. The guy that's in that local hometown right there, you know, this outside of Birmingham is not talking to them about doing the fence. When I thought, <laughs> when I thought, in my brain, this guy's got this job no matter what, you know, he's right. And, um, so since I did that, you know, I mean, we might have a great, a great job for the police station, you know, right outside of our hometown. Um, keep going. and And if I, if I wouldn't have stopped because I fought, Somebody else probably already had this wrapped up because of complacency. Um, I would have never had this chance, you know. Whether I get it or not, that's a different story. We'll see. Um, if they give me the opportunity, I probably will. You know, if they at least give me a call back, I feel like I'll get it. Um, the guy was real nice. He even started directing this and showing me this. And here's this wall. This has got to go on. And, I mean, he was almost like he wanted me to do it. Um Dan, I know you walked away. I don't know if you heard what I was. No, you're good, about. man. Go after it, bro. 
so well, I'm almost. I mean, that was pretty much what I was. I was into my story. So, um, yeah, when, I was talking about complacency, you know. And I stopped in an area in Birmingham today that I normally wouldn't just pull it into a construction site because I thought that the local guy right there, that's like second generation fencer, would definitely yeah. have this job. But he didn't. But he didn't. He didn't. And they so, don't even have a fence guy. So. I could hear you that whole time, but like, look, man, if you don't, if you just overlooked and think, well, somebody's got that handled, nothing ever changes. You know what I mean? So, like, you, I like what you, you, Kevin Poole said. He said the answer is always no until you ask. Because That's if right. you don't you gotta, ask, you definitely always know. It. You I, know. I mean, with Kevin Poole, I thought the answer was it's just a tip, but you know. <laughs> No, but look, I, that, there's something to be said about that. So, so do know? you don't know, you don't know anything, and, and you got to poke every little freaking crook, crook, cranny, you know, all that stuff. You got to poke at it. Yeah, and then that's that's how you that's how you start winning and getting ahead. So, uh, you got to step out of your comfort zone. Complacency is the number one barrier to success. Um, and beer is the number one uh, barrier to having a long-running <laughs> podcast. It is, man. It is. I had to stop, and uh, I know I disappeared for a minute, but uh, I had to what take a restroom break. Shit, dude, you were gone for a minute, bro. I was like, damn, where is that? Well, I got to pee, too. What happened was is I had to use the restroom. I whole story over. I had to I use can, the restroom, but, but I, somebody I, was I banging on the office door. Here. Somebody was banging on the office door. So I was like, all right, just a perfect time. And I got to the banging door, and I'm on the like, office door? what are you what, what is this? So I had that. Then I used the restroom and came back. So here I am. But <laughs> with all that being said, um, yeah, man, complacency is a uh, is something that is is in everybody. You know. Well, it's really a sort of struggle in everybody's personal life and everything. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a big barrier, man. I mean, it's a real big barrier that people don't realize is even there. Uh, so here you are. You went after a job that you thought probably the local guy had, and he didn't. He might not have even have stopped, right? Which I'm a local guy, too. I'm just not as local as he is. I mean, I have to drive 40 minutes to get to that town. Yeah. Right. You know, he has to drive zero. So, you yeah. know, he is the local guy, but I'm still I, – I do a lot of fences out there, but <laughs> I would have fought for the local police station or the local – Baseball, local local baseball field or the right. – like, they got it wrapped up already, you know, and their name ain't even in the bucket. Well, you know what? Local baseball field, they might not even get the call because they might have not have their shit together because they don't have somebody like Benji on their team having them out there. There you go. That's a big deal, man. That's a huge deal. I talked to a guy this week, and he didn't even have – any questions and answers on his Google listing? Right. None. All of my frequently asked questions and uh, answers on my website are on my Google listing. So yeah. Benji went in, asked a question, and then logged in under, under Fence King and then responded. Wait. You said he asked the question? Yeah. There's a question and a Q&A. There's a Q&A section on your Google My Business. And he went in and added all of my frequently asked questions as a Google user and then went in as Fence King and answered them all. 
Frequently asked questions. Yeah, F-A-Q. You need to get on Benji. Get on Cannon's uh, F and Q's. Hey, Benji, ask, ask about me, bro. Frequently so I did, learn, I did learn something in uh, Gulf Shores. I got a cool name for them. So there's these bugs down there. Because you said FAQ or F, so it just reminded me. And so um, <laughs> this is really funny, actually. There's these bugs, and y'all might know, they're always connected because they're, you know. Love bugs. I think mating season. So <laughs> I've, I've, learned, I've, learned a new, I've learned a new name for them, which I love really a lot. And they're called F and K bugs. <laughs> All right? But listen, it's even, it's even better because when you see F, U-C-K. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so they're called effing K-Bugs. U-C-F. U-C-K. U-C-K. <laughs> hey, 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 Pepper, if you're listening, there's going to be a F-ing little effing K-Bugs happening when we get home tonight, girl. <laughs> Just letting you know. So you can, like, say this, and it's not really dirty, but it is. Like that. Like badass. F-ing K? <laughs> sort of. F-ing, F-ing K. K. Pepper. Can you see that? F-ing U-C-K. K. F and K. <laughs> That's cool. F and K bugs. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <sighs> anyway, man, we learned a shitload about Google tonight. Was the show about Alex or Google? Jesus Christ. Man, it's, hey, listen, it's, that's, that's what you, Google almost runs the internet, you know? So, and you got, you got to be Google's friend for them to allow you, I mean, you don't go, hey, I'm going to go uh, Yahoo this, or I'm going to go, like, no, no. like, oh, everybody goes and Googles. And people I mean, don't, you know what else people don't realize? If you go to Bing and log into Bing, Bing syncs with your Google listing to get all this information. It's so funny. That's right. So, I mean, um, Google runs it. I mean, sad, I guess, but whatever it does. So that's where you have to be. And people think, oh, well, they get all the leads because they're, um, they've been around since the eighties. No, so, uh-uh. I'm uh-uh. sorry. Not, not, that's all right. not it at all. You, we get uh-huh. all the leads because we spend all the advertising money. Right. So y'all both, y'all both have, y'all both use uh Benji over at clever Fox dot online, right? So you both have Monday.com, right? Yes. So there's uh, Benji's got a, a section that's called discussions, stuff that you can discuss. Yes. One of our discussion points is Google Ads thread. And every time we make a change in a Google ad, we put it in this thread. So we can go back and go, all right, last time this is what we did. This is what we were doing, blah, 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 right? So we've been slowly making these little tweaks, and then we're tracking it to see how it works because that's just how my brain works, you know. I don't want to make a whole bunch of changes. Let's make one change. Let's wait two weeks. Let's see the changes. Let's make another change, right? Do you think two weeks is enough to to be able to get enough data to see the change? Yeah, it's about six to seven days. Six to seven days, you're going to start seeing change. Fourteen days, you're full-fledged. You're in there like swimwear. All right. Um, so that's what we do. And I tell you what, man, by doing it like that, you can really dissect what's going on. And uh, Benji's got this guy, Manny, that works for him. He knows mm-hmm. Google listing, uh, Google yeah, SEO yeah. in and out, bro. Yeah. Negative words, all that stuff. And uh, 
<laughs> John Wade, he said Dan's Monday task board is 180. <laughs> it's 186. <laughs> so, you know, how, you know, <laughs> if you, for our listeners, if you don't know what Monday.com is, it's a way to uh, make tasks for people to do. And Benji will go through and he'll be like waiting on, waiting on client, waiting on Clever Fox, you know, need more information, working on. And dude, I'll go in and I'll set a date for like, what was today? The seventh. I'll set a date from the seventh to the eighth. It's got to be done in a day. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, I want this shit done. <laughs> you know, but um, dude, having that Monday dot com. That's the hardest part about assigning business Benji tasks. It's like so selecting the date. I'm like, damn, I don't want to like put it too far out, and then he doesn't do anything. But I also don't want to like put it too soon. He's like, bro, I can't do everything. Yeah, you I'm like, I, well, I'm like, I got six Monday task boards. So a little secret, I always just put yesterday, like if it's the seventh today, I always just put nine, six, and I let him decide. And so then it pops up like, damn, I'm supposed to have already done this. And then I let him decide, you know, when it's to be done. Yeah. So did, y'all, did y'all see uh, Alan Edwards on here? Uh, yeah. I, I'm not the smartest guy, but definitely learning the network thing, just watching and listening. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, Alan, guess what? We're not the smartest guys either. No, That's we're not. That that's why networking and and everything is is a huge part of running a business. I feel I really feel like since I've met a lot of the people um, that actually run a business similar to the way I run a business and deal with the struggles that I deal with, <clears throat> and we network together and we call and we talk to each other. Um, I feel like man, it boosts you a lot in in building your business. If you're just over here by yourself. I just don't feel like you can you can go as far, you know, as uh, it's almost like being a soccer ball on the field with one guy kicking you. You know, you're just sort of going to yeah. get down there whenever that guy runs down there. But if you got all these guys in your network helping you, your ball just gets down there so much faster because you, you pick from this brain, you pick from that brain. And, and man, before long, you got all this arsenal built up. Of, of, and that doesn't matter what it – relates to i mean you could be you know in the church find people that are like you and and, and do church with those people you'll get more out of it uh and, and if you play sports if you're on the baseball team play find other people that play baseball and, and play the same position as you even you know you'll get more out of it it doesn't matter like find 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 parents uh like you know for me i've got kids i need to find parents that have kids that are similar age that are doing life similar to what i'm doing i will probably get more out of parenting you know and that's just how that works, you know. Exactly. So find people who are doing the same thing that you're doing. It doesn't matter what it applies to, and and build a relationship with them, you yeah. know. So hey, I, I'm I, reading. I, all my friends are, are are in other states, but they're doing the same thing. They all have exactly. You know what I mean, dude? All, all my friends are fence owners, and they're all across the country. And um, I literally have to look at my watch before I call them because I might be waking right. them up, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm serious. No, no bullshit. Look, I'm reading what Colby said here. Your automated workflow is next level. Canon is about to get to where he was the last time I was doing automations. I am on mean? an automated kick. I bet. I I, dude, all you're going to hear is the word automation out of my mouth it's for the about, next two it's weeks. It's about time to have another automation episode. It is, dude, because I've learned. I thought I knew what I was talking about when we did that last episode, but this episode. Yeah, no shit, bro. Dude, I came up with some things that Job Nimbus was like, wait, you can do that? And I'm like, well, you just told me I could do this and this. So if I can do this and this, 
I can do that. And like, and Alex is going to need that hardcore. Dude, Alex, if you're using Job Nemesis, bro, I can set the, you up. I think the automation thing for for Foley Gulf Shores area is going to be. Dude, I, I've tapped problem. into something completely new. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm talking ringless voicemails. I like, I, I like the per, you know, the personal stuff. I really do. Like, I like somebody to be there. I like somebody to be able to walk into a store and meet somebody and see somebody. I like all that. I love all that. As a matter of fact, like I'm building, I'm building around that. I mean, I'm building a showroom to where when somebody walks in, they can come and see somebody. People love that. But at the same time, people also need somebody to answer the phone every time it rings. And, and we get phone calls more than one at a time and we do get voicemails and, you know, I've had multiple people in my career that aren't just in fitting that's in, real estate and this and that say if they don't answer the phone i'm calling the next person and that first person that they called lost the job mm. right like right there they lost the job i've had people tell me that that that's how they shop for a contractor for a whoever it's like if that person answers the phone they've got a i mean they got to really screw it up to not get the job like if right. they know what they're talking about, they can do the job and they show up for their estimate and they answered the phone the first time, they pretty much got the job. Like that's how you get it. Dude, that's and why so, I'm hiring that's why I'm hiring a virtual assistant. That's what I'm saying. It, I'm telling you, every time that still, goddamn phone rings, somebody better fucking answer it. Period. Yeah. That's it. Done. It's uh somebody's gonna answer that phone. People like the phone to be answered. I don't want to call Verizon and listen to this is Verizon. I want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Give me somebody to talk to that I can tell what I want. And, you know, these people are calling for what? They're not calling right. to, to for you to explain to them over the phone how to build a fence right now. They're calling to set up a nest. So if they get that pretty much accomplished, you know, if they can get their information given to somebody that's going to give them an estimate, at that moment, right then, you've got the upper hand on everybody else. So look, man, we were in a 30, 34, well, I told y'all 34, but I think it was 36% deficit in over three months. Okay. We made the 36% up and we're up 12% because we changed everything. We changed everything. We're answering every call. My my assistant is making an appointment right there while she's on the phone, <clears throat> and we're implementing more and more things. So, Alex, Dan, listen, I love you guys, but I woke up late this morning, and I ain't have a shower. I can smell you from here, and it's not good. <laughs> I need to go home, get a shower, and <sighs> you know. Right, hey, man. Say- Thank you all for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I know you all had me two weeks in a row. That's like a – that's the first time that's happened. I Maybe. Think, Do we my, have a part two in my life? Shane Catton got, uh, got the double. Sh- oh, oh, Shane did. Damn it, Shane. But nobody's had a trifecta. I'm just saying. The Fence King is a shampoo-stealing, podcast-spitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, guys, I really appreciate it. I love talking fence with you all. Um Cannon, I saw fence with you almost every day. So yeah, um, I, I love the, uh, you know, a lot of these comments and everything. I, it, man, it really, 
because I've been inspired by a lot of people, you know, and it's cool to see all these people out here that's listening to this, that's get, you know, gaining knowledge by listening to y'all show every day. And, uh, Hey man, I hope everybody continues to tune in and, and listen and learn things from y'all because, uh, y'all are the real deal. I appreciate you, it, bro. Appreciate it. So Cam, hey, Alex, thanks go, for being here. Alex, yeah, take us out, bro. Here. Take us out, man. Me? No, I don't know. Can't take you out. Can it take I'll us take out, it. bro? In the show, I'll take you out for some steaks or something. Oh, I got you. All right, take you. Out. <laughs> Look, guys, hey, Alex freaking Harris from Alla freaking Bama, Birmingham. He's in Birmingham. He's doing the foliage He's gonna freaking dominate the market. Alex, I'm so proud to call you my friend, bro. You're freaking brilliant. I, I, I enjoy our friendship, and I'm so proud of what you're doing. So, hey, guys, if you need if you need somebody to bounce some ideas off, Alex, the solid sounding board. He's a Mr. Fence Academy cohort of mine. Yep, His email yep. is Alex fencingunlimited.com super easy stuff here guys he's he's he, seriously i think if you called him or reached out to him to help he would help you and he's gonna go far and alex thank you for doing a double whammy we appreciate your time and brother have a good evening and that's my buddy right there cannon johnson madonna <laughs> tennessee killing it killing it. i love you man you're the greatest yes you brought me a long ways time, bro guys. all right man y'all keep on fencing Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast and a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hitch. And Benji with CleverFox.online, helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Thank you.